Welcome to the Dutch Hall. We're live streaming. We're on YouTube. There's one person that's uh, patiently waited for three days, I think. And I have to apologize. The furnace is still running. I started it with it uh, still running, but I'm going to keep going. This happened on Thursday. We did what was, by all accounts, the perfect li live from the Dutch Hall, the uh, the perfect show. We started at 9 o'clock on the button, which has never been done in Dutch Hall history. We've never started on time. We've always had technical difficulties. We've had problems with the host trying to get his act together, trying to figure out what he's going to say for an hour or whatever. And <coughs> this Thursday, I mean, I had a board set up with all the topics. I had, oh, thank God the furnace is off. I had everything set up and ready to go. Kevin Van Dungeon came in here. Great help. Sit down. We're ready to rock in advance. We made the stream run a couple seconds in advance even. And then um, <coughs> and then we uh, start the show. And uh, without a hitch, we go off. It's the first bit of the show. Beautiful banter. Nice stories of Kevin and our uh, childhood. Some funny stuff. I mean, gold. Dutch Hall gold we gave you, you know. And then... Uh, Went on. We did. We did. Uh, <coughs> did all the uh, the segments right on time, like clockwork. I'm sorry. I wanted to say we were gonna. We did the feedback segment right on time, and uh, it was a great show by all accounts. Of course, at the end, I look and I did not hit uh, start stream. My old man eyes deceived me, and we did not record the show at all. And uh, so for that reason, I am doing a solo show on a Saturday morning, or it's Saturday afternoon now, in the shed by myself, which is probably my least favorite thing in the world to do. <sighs> and I would say it is because you seem like a crazy man. You're in a shed by yourself. I mean, when I'm talking at least with one person, when Kevin was here, I could be speaking to a live human being and uh, it would be back and forth banter. I could bring up a subject. He would tell me what he thought. He would add to whatever I'm bringing to it. It was better, you know. This is me alone in a microphone, one person <laughs> listening, unlistening, listening again on the uh, live stream. It's a lonely, lonely pursuit, and therefore it is uh, making me very nervous to start the show. But I got to tell you, we got some really cool stuff I got planned for you. We're going to do some of the segments that we did with Kevin, where I dug into the uh, world. <coughs> Some of them we're going to save for when we have people back in the hall, because I think they're better if we get a like uh, other people's opinions on some of these matters. We did a, a segment on the smartest animals in the world, which uh, I have strong opinions on animals. I don't know why. I just do. I have s strong opinions about them. Uh, I think that uh, I get really fired up when I talk about animals for some reason. And uh, so I'd like to have that conversation with other people, see if uh, they share my enthusiasm on some of these opinions I have. So I'm going to leave those out for this week, <coughs> but I did get a couple more stories about what's going on in the world. And I also have a nice segment of this fella who helped me get through the uh, I, uh, the lockdown during COVID. Uh, my daughter uh, started following him on TikTok. And uh, he became kind of a daily part of our daily routine. And the guy, uh, I think, is a good news story. I don't like TikTok, and I don't generally like uh, a lot of the uh, hate, hateful stuff that it's on there. 
but this is a good news story, so we'll end the show with that one. So uh, I just wanted to <coughs> apologize for last week's show, too, while we're at it apologizing. Um, during the show with Ty Wright, our first live stream, my wife had brought me in these uh, cauliflower bites before the show, and uh, they were delicious. And I hadn't eaten all day, cause, and uh, so I was just wolfing these things down. Didn't even have a, a fork or anything, just wolf them in my mouth. And then partway through the show, and I am just billowing up with gas, like filling up like a balloon. You can just feel your my whole body gurgling. And you can see if you watch the live stream, partway through the show, you can see me always just leaning up and just cranking out gassers the whole show. Just beautiful, beautiful gassers, loud. I'm I'm surprised no one in the room is hearing them or that they're coming across on the mic because I am blasting gas. <coughs> anyway. Um, anyways, I'm sitting here the whole time with just pure comedy gold just excreting from my body, and I make it a secret to the listeners at home. And for that, I apologize. And in, uh, for this particular show, if, if such a opportunity should arise, I promise that I will take the time to take my microphone and uh, put it towards towards my ass and let you guys in on some of the enjoyment instead of keeping that stuff to myself. And really, that's a commitment going forward for this show. I really want to be able to promise that to our listeners. So we're going to do that. We might even dedicate a, a, a specific microphone just for hygiene reasons and allow the uh, the whole group to to join in on the fart mic uh, kind of thing. So <coughs> it's not an original idea. I know other podcasts have done it, but I think it's one that we should adopt here at the uh, Dutch Hall. And uh, so let's know what you think about that. <coughs> well, while we're saying that, let us know what you think about that. I haven't even started the show yet. And there's only one way to get this show started. You know what that is, people. That's our theme song. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. That's more like it. That's the way to start a show. Even if it's just by myself, we have the beautiful canned audience. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the Dutch Hall with Pete Van Dyke. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. And uh, as we said, I'm here alone in the shed. And thank you to the greatest band in Canadian late night history, The Nocturnal Emissions, for that theme song. Um, we're going to get this show started. As I said before, we got a lot, a lot of stuff lined up. we got some stuff going around the world that we're going to talk about. And we also have uh, a nice segment with Rohit to end the show and his quest against addiction. And we will uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But there's only one thing we should do before we get into all that. And that's a segment on our show that we call Feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> Well, welcome to Feedback. We got Feedback. 
Uh, this week's segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. Go to our website, lifeinthedutchhall.com, and you click on our Amazon banner, and you do all your shopping, and it'll be just like normal, except for a little bit of the money, a little bit of it, comes back to help this show and uh, help uh, replace the dying equipment that we have here. So thank you very much to anyone who's done that, because it's very easy to do. And I'm going to put more of those uh, banners, so if you you can even find those on uh, some of our socials as well as our YouTube page, and uh, any of those things. So, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't already, and you can get uh, notices when I have to do a live stream on a Saturday like today. And also, I just want to know that uh, Spiky Ball Studios has changed their focus. Uh, we, due to COVID, we are now uh, focusing more on live entertainment as it becomes able to do. So if you're in a situation where your area is opening up and you're looking at opportunities to get people together for live entertainment please keep spiky ball studios in mind we specialize in live comedy but we also have a roster of musicians that we can suit pretty much anyone's needs for entertainment let us know for your uh social gathering fundraiser or uh just for your uh, an event at your local establishment that you'd like to draw people into get a reason to get people together again. Hopefully, as these vaccines kick in, this will happen quicker, and uh, we'll start going quick. So w- <coughs> right now, we're touring a show, or we're pitching a show, trying to book it with uh, me and Justin Gale. It's called the Double Album Comedy Tour, and we're currently looking for venues across the country. So if anyone is interested, please contact us at spikyballstudios at gmail.com. Thank you very much. That's Spiky Ball. Who else do we got for ads? That's it, it for this week, I think, for ads. So you're done with that. I just wanted to get to, every week we ask our listeners to provide us with feedback. And uh, we tell them go to uh, the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that bullshit. And tell us what you think of the show. And uh, we got this message a while ago from a long-time listener, and uh, it's Bonesy. Bonesy said, wait, it's Bonesy. I think this is not a way. This is a long-time listener. We need to give him recognition. Bonesy. Thank you. That's enough. Well, they used to stop it with the old, the old soundboard. That would stop it, but... Anyway, Bonesy deserves the full applause there. <coughs> Bonesy gives us a message, and he says, Hey, Pete, I wanted to let you know that I'm still here and still listening. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for that. I would like to commend you for being forthwith, which is a very fancy word, uh, Dave. You know that. That's a very fancy word. And coming out of the closet, as it were. Well, <coughs> and thank God he put in parentheses mental health, because I had been drinking quite a bit on the shows in past years. And I did not know if I maybe <laughs> you knew something I didn't. Um, but me- reason mental health. I have no idea why society, although it is getting better, is taking so long to come to its senses and treat these issues like any other medical issue. I commend you for taking a stand and being open. It's the only way we will overcome the stigma sometimes associated with any mental he- mental illness. Well, very well said, Dave. Thank you, or Bonesy. Thanks for uh, sending that in. And I agree. It's uh, something that, like, I think about with my kids, you know, and some of the struggles they have. 
it's nice to know that <laughs> they're living in a world now where th those struggles are handled early and they're able to get the help they need so that they can have tools in their life to deal with these issues. And, uh, you know, I think about, you know, how, you know, where that would have been great when I was a kid to have the same sort of, uh, knowing now, knowing then what we know now, it would have been great, you know, I wouldn't have to struggle as much as I did. So um, I think that for me, it's not a really a, a problem to talk about because it seems to me to be quite a bit similar to as if I had a, uh, well, it's really easy for me to compare cancer to mental illness because I have both, you know, and, uh, um, and I can see both of them as being like, one's my body's not working right, one's my brain's not working right. They're both kind of health issues, and I, I don't see the difference. I don't feel kind of like sheepish about telling people uh, if I'm not feeling well because of my cancer, and I don't see why I should be ashamed to tell people I'm not feeling well because of my bad noodles. So anyways, if it helps people uh, that I feel that, that I'm able to talk comfortably about it because it's just a part of my life, I, I'm, I'm glad that it's able to make them feel less ashamed if they do feel that way because you shouldn't. It's just uh, one more part of your body that's like malfunctioning and you just got to figure out a way to treat it deal with it and then we do have a sponsor that's going to help with that but i am one little step away from uh, adding them to our show so stay tuned for that <coughs> and uh dave goes on to say sorry about how the delhi situation turned out i have also had run-ins with the bylaw office bunch of pricks so uh, bonesy i couldn't agree more thank you very much again for your uh feedback <laughs> And um, so if you would like to, in the future, uh, provide your feedback, uh, you can do so at those w ways I mentioned, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, or get at me on the DM me on all, all the socials. You can find us at live from the Dutch Hall, the Dutch Hall, or Dutch Hall. Just put in Dutch Hall, you'll find us. And... Uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube. That's great. That's what. Till next week. That is our feedback segment. So, because I am uh, doing this as a penance for my mistake of not recording last time, I will uh, now. Uh, I, I had to turn to the internet because it's pretty boring uh, for me to just ramble on, but whatever's uh, bouncing around my head. So I was like, well, let's see what's going on in the world, and. Uh, Leave it to the Germans. The Germans. Speaking of Germans, let's just preamble the German thing for a bit before we get into the Germans. Because, to be honest, we used to have a guy on this show. He was part of the Nocturnal Emissions. He was a big part of our show, Steve the Reluctant German. And uh, hopefully Steve will be in again in the future. But uh, Steve uh, was a reluctant German. He sat here in the Dutch Hall as a reluctant German and took a beating from a lot of us who came from Dutch heritage. Uh, many of us, like including me, my uh, cousin Michael, uh, who is also in the Nocturnal Emissions, and also the uh, the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions, the Honorable uh, Whiskey Wes Hagens, his grandmother and my grandfather were brother and sister. And uh, back in WW2, when they were like teenagers, <coughs> um, 
the Germans, when they were occupying the part of Holland that my family were from, they uh, wanted this castle in the town of Gemert, where my family was from, and they took over the, and, and the people in the town went into the castle, and uh, they kind of used it as a fort to, like, pr to pr uh, hold up and protect themselves from the Germans. So what the Germans did is they went to the uh, country where my grandpa and Whiskey West's grandma was, and they rounded up the the farm kids, and they put them on the wall, and they said, if you don't give us the castle, we're going to shoot your people. And they said there was, like, gunfire, and there was uh, bullets back and forth, and luckily uh, both of them survived and uh, lived to tell the story. Uh, but you know what? I have a little burn in my ass about that, and so did a lot of people on the hall. So we took it out in the form of uh, harmless ribbing against Steve the Reluctant German, and he took the full brunt of it uh, because I don't think he had any choice. <laughs> so uh, well since Steve's not coming in, we haven't had a, had a lot of time to shit on the Germans lately, and I thought it was about time we kind of went back to our roots started shitting on the Germans. So <coughs> I read this article. It said that the Germans invented 1,200 new words because of uh, COVID-19. 1,200 new words. So typical Germans overthinking things. And uh, they said that the, you know, every country's kind of invented new words <coughs> because uh, of COVID, you know. Like before COVID, we didn't know uh, what a super spreader event was. A super spreader event probably before COVID, like a, a over a year ago, if you were invited to a super spreader event, that sounded like, that would sound like pretty, something that might entice you, you know, like, a, it sounds pretty dirty, to be quite honest with you, it's like, filthy, you want to come to, wait, I, I think I have a sound for that, oh yeah, so you want to come to my super spreader event, it's like, I, uh, I got a great super spreader event, you know. That would be like a good thing, you know. You get my point. See what I'm getting at there? No. Anyway, yeah, super spreader. But now it's it's totally different. Also, uh, you know, social distancing. You never knew what social distancing. Well, th these are examples. But normal countries come up with 200 words. The Germans, the Germans came up with 1,200 new words for the pandemic. And uh, I just wanted to go through a few of these words with you. And uh, excuse my German. I, I, I don't speak German. So some of my pronunciations of these words may be a little off. So I apologize to any German listeners. Um, but the one word they made up was Corona Mutant which Corona Mutant which means an area that's uh, mutating... Or, or starting to spread the virus. So a, a, an area that's spreading the virus is a uh, Another word they came up with was a which has two letters in it that I don't even recognize as letters. I don't know. They're like big B's in there. And that's basically what the Germans did was, uh, in, you know how you're not supposed to shake hands because it's spreading disease. So they... Uh, Instead of like bumping knuckles or tapping elbows or whatever, uh, they did the foot, the foot touch, which uh, I'll give that one to them. 
I'm going to say that was the that is the least uh, stupid s uh, replacement for the uh, uh, handshake because you're not going to use if you're fist bumping you that's still something you put in your the fist is still near the f hand it's you're still got your droplets on your hand so the fist one's dumb the elbows just a little bit further away you're still getting closer than six feet right but you can touch feet and still kind of keep a distance you know and you're you're not often going to put your foot in your mouth unless of course you're me um what else do they got here they got gleichenschkondom 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 means it's it's a it's a directly translated to face condom which um, I'm going to say this one's a miss. This one's a miss for me. Uh, Germans, I think you got this one wrong. You should not compare a face mask to a condom. You know, when you put those two together, you don't usually put something on your... Compare something that you put on your genitals to something you put on your face, you know? You don't call a popsicle a frozen tampon, you know? You don't do that stuff, Germany. So that was a that was a miss. It was a needless word. Um, they have another one that is called mask and trottle, mask and trottle, which is actually I think that's my favorite one. It means mask idiot, and it's like somebody who doesn't wear their mask right. It's like they have their nose hanging out the top of it or whatever. You know, they're just wearing it wrong where it's not helping anybody. And that one, so I might start using that one. I'm gonna say that one's a big hit. Mask and total. So Germany, I'm going to give you that one. Um, this last one here is called Abstanden Beer. And it, Abstanden Beer means uh, a socially distanced beer. Uh, which, I'm going to say that's a miss. I'm going to give that one a miss because if somebody asks me to go for a socially distanced beer, I'm going to probably say no. If someone asked me to go for a beer, I would say yes and just assume they're not going to, like, do something stupid, right? So that, that's a needless word, Germany. So you might wonder, why did Germans come up with so many of these words when uh, to explain all this stuff? And this is the answer that they give. They say things do not have a common... Oh, so <laughs> let me start that again because reading is hard. Things that do not have a common name can cause people to fear. Uh, I'm going to start one more time. Things that do not have a name can cause people to feel fear and insecurity. However, if we can talk about things and name them, we can communicate with each other. Especially in times of crisis, this is important. Well, you know what? That makes sense. Except when I say it, it makes sense. When I read it right, especially, it makes sense because it's in English when I read it, and I'm saying it in a, like a reasonable tone. But uh, Germans, like, the, there's no way it sounded like that when she said it. You know, it would it would it would sound like, uh, you know, like things do not like it would sound sneaky. Like things do not have a name unless we can. Uh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like a German isn't... 
you know, th there's a reason. Germany has a, a lot of great ideas, but why doesn't the world listen to them? It's because it comes out German when they talk, and it sounds crazy, like, scoggly, do it, you know? It's, 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 it, I'm, I'm amazed they still make Germans, like, because how can you maintain an erection with that language? It's just so gross, you know? I think that's why German pornography is so twisted, is because the, you know, whether they're saying, will you sweetly make love to me, or will you take a dump on my chest, it still sounds gross in German. I think there has to be, a, like, a they have to be quiet if they want to make more Germans. That's what I say. Speaking of, speaking of uh, COVID and languages and how uh, you can do something s that you think is really smart and then uh, it can be really stupid because uh, times change. A Kentucky woman gets a, s gets a tattoo that turns out to be very stupid. This girl, Leah, or Lee Holland, uh, said she spent she pondered her self-affirmation tattoo for two years before she finally got it. And uh, she got it, as it turns out, on March 4th, 2020, just before uh, COVID really uh, uh, hit. And uh, this woman immediately regretted it uh, because what she decided to tattoo onto her body. And this is what I think, when you're going to tattoo something, if you tattoo just like a symbol, a picture, uh, you know, something like that, you can kind of like change the story, you know, even if it doesn't make sense anymore, you know, like a, you could say like, you know, those used to be my girlfriend's initials, but now it just means like that it means something different, it means like a big Pete, you know, it, do it doesn't mean like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Betty uh, Peterson, you know, it's, it's big Pete now, you know. You could do that because it's like a vague enough that you could change the meaning. But when you write text onto your body, you know, you're saying something. And as the words change over time, which they tend to do, your, your meaning could be is going to be interpreted by the people who read your body. That's why text, I think, is a weird thing for me to tattoo on myself. I'd, say I'd have to feel real strong about it. Anyways, uh, this woman, what she decided to tattoo in her body was uh, courageously and radically refused to wear a mask. Courageously and radically refused to wear a mask. And now uh, she has that on her body. She has to f uh, constantly, uh, she has to constantly uh, like explain to everybody uh, like uh, that sees it. I don't even know the story. I guess that she's not an anti-masker or something like that. Anyways, it just shows you, uh, you know, think f twice before you tattoo, I guess. Um, police arrested six people in uh, Hollywood Hills for changing the Hollywood sign. And uh, there's only so many things you can really change the Hollywood sign to. And uh, this one, they decided to go with holy, bo holy boob, holy boob, you know. And uh, I thought maybe it was women's. Is this the women's month now? Is it women's history month in March or something? So maybe. And so, anyways, these girl, uh, these people come down the hill, 
there's six of them. They get arrested immediately. It's like a half hour, and then they're arrested. And uh, the police said they didn't do any damage to the sign. All they did was, like, temporarily make it look like it said boob instead of wood. Uh, just And then they could just take down what they put up once they took their picture or whatever. So uh, harmless, as, uh, you know, as it is, they're still uh, charged. The immediate response to the police is that they were trying to bring awareness to breast cancer. And then one girl, Julia Rose, the founder and CEO of the adult magazine Shag Mag, uh, she, was, uh, she was also arrested, and she took full credit for the prank, but she said it had nothing to do with uh, breast cancer. Uh, she told Vice that uh, it was to get the attention of I- Instagram head honcho Adam Moseri. She said that the social media platform suspended both her personal and business pages, which have 6 million followers, due to nudity. She says her product is nearly identical to that of Playboy's and her content may even be considered safer than what Playboy has been allowed to publish on Instagram. And she wants to know why picking and choo- why they're picking and choosing which accounts can show boobs. And... Uh, so, for this reason, you have breast cancer, very important, and now you also have um, why can some people show their boobs on Instagram and some people not show their boobs on Instagram, also very important, but uh, I'd give the edge still to the uh, cancer on that one. Um, what else? Oh, students... I want to say we have an international following on this program. One of the, uh, um, I just got a new listener, I think, from uh, Singapore. And um, Che from Singapore, I want to say, give a shout out to Che from Singapore. Thank you for listening. And uh, so I said, you know what, if we have an international audience, I want to start digging around international news. And I found this, uh, this is actually from Taiwan, uh, this story. And... um, it's talking about how students uh, were legally changing their name to salmon in order to get uh, free sushi from this uh, from this place. Um, the incident has been dubbed salmon chaos in their local media, and it's seen lots of young people changing their name at government offices. Uh, this was started by this Japanese chain uh, Sushiro. Uh, which ran a two-day promotion, which said they can give you all-you-can-eat uh, sushi to any customer and five friends if they change their name to uh, uh, Giyu, uh, which is uh, salmon. And uh, so one college student told the TV channel that they changed their name and they uh, managed to save 176 pounds, which is like 300 bucks, I think. Um, and the one guy actually changed his name to Explosive Good-Looking Salmon, which is a even cooler name than just Salmon, you know, and got the free stuff. And they said like that. Uh, so the people are kind of mad there because this is kind of bung- this kind of bunged up their some of their. Uh, bureaucracy you know everyone had to go through all these name changes in order to do this but uh, apparently there's a rule in taiwan where you can change your name three times in your life 
And these, a lot of these people decided that two of them they would like to use for um, free sushi for, for a few days, right? They still got one more name change. They change it once, then they change it back, and then they just uh, have still one more name change for when they come up with the best name to ever change it to, which when you have ex- – what was that guy's name? Explosive. Explosive good-looking salmon. Like, I won't even change it back. One name change, you still got two in the pocket. Keep it. And uh, if you want to get mad at people for using the bureaucracy that you created, like, that's your problem, government. I don't care where you are in the world. You know, you created it. And if we use it for our our pleasure and advantage and some free fucking fish, then we're going to do it. That's what I say. Good on you, people, uh, college students in Taiwan. And um, I have one more story I'd like to get to. This one is for the ladies. And it is, uh, because it's uh, Women's Month, I decided, you know what, we have a lot of women listeners. We're probably about 60-40, to be honest with you, or about 60% male, 40% female. But um, we do have a lot of female listeners, so I thought, for the ladies this this episode, I'm going to, I said, you know what, I bet you a lot of women listeners that listen to my program all over the years, you know what I think that they've always wanted? I think that they've always wanted to have um, some remedies for period cramps mansplained by Pete Van Dyke. And I thought, well, this is the episode where I'm going to give it to you girls. All right. I found this um, this article online by a Dr. Shri Data, and uh, she's uh, a gynecologist, and she shares six tips for battling uh, uncomfortable cramps during your menstrual cycle. All right, let's just go through these quickly, shall we? Uh, gentle exercise. I know you're not really feeling like it sometimes, girls, when you're going through that time and you're not feeling yourself and you feel all bloated and crampy. It's pain, it's just really, really uncomfortable. It's not the time you think you want to do gentle exercise, but whatever you can do, you know, a little anaerobic exercise like walking or yoga will just stimulate some beta endorphins Get those feel-good endorf- uh, feel hormones going, and it'll help relieve some types of pain. Yeah? Number two, follow a balanced diet. Uh, she says you want to find stuff that are rich in complex p- carbs and high in fiber. Fish, nuts, and calcium are also helpful. Drink plenty of water, which decreases bloating, which makes the pain, pain worse. And uh, keep uh, a ball of water handy uh to just top up your intake, you know? Uh, this is the one that I had never even heard of. TENS machines. I don't know if you've heard of a TENS machine, but it's used often uh, to help with labor pains, but it can also help with menstrual cramps. It's a small battery-operated device uh, where leads are connected to sticky pads and you attach them to your skin, and it just, uh, I don't know, gives you like a pulse of, uh, or like a bolt of, electricity or something and and you feel better it alters signals to the brains affecting hormonal balance and blood flow which will affect your pain level and this is one where i know that most of my my women that listen to this show won't like to hear but quick quit alcohol and smoking blah 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 they always say that uh meditation basically you know just like labor you can use your meditation and breathing to help 
with pain, gentle massages, and that's all that hippie stuff, and that'll work too. And then it says pain relief. You can still get drugs and stuff like that. But if all that's still a problem, you should see a doctor, ladies. And that's the episode. That's my segment about mansplaining the period with Pete. And so I whiz through this show as I always do when I'm by myself because I'm nervous and I talk fast. But I'm going to end the show with something nice. As I said, most of the time on the Internet, especially TikTok, I get frustrated hearing some of the crap that comes out of my kids' phones and stuff like that. But during the uh, lockdown, there was this, uh, this, I kept hearing this voice daily. I would have like a daily kind of like, I would hear the same guy's voice. And uh, so I started taking interest in it. And uh, over the beginning of the pandemic, uh, it was really interesting to see this guy's progress and how he was uh, developing. So I thought I would introduce this fella to the Dutch Hall audience if you haven't met him yet. His name is Rohit. And, uh, well, I'll bring up the video. Hold on. I just want to listen. Before I bring up the video, I want to show you that. We are we do have these available for sale, these Rooster Sucks Balls uh, stickers. And uh, you can just you can find them, too. I like to put it on my coffee mug. I don't know my, what my wife's going to think yet about when we try to put it in the dishwasher. Mm. Mm, that's a delight. Anyways, we we, we want to get you. We'll we'll introduce you to to uh, to this fella. I think you're gonna like him. Uh, his name. Uh, let me just see here. I got so much technology. I don't know how to use it. Okay. Let's go to. There we go. All right, this guy's this is Rohit. Hello everyone. I have an addiction of drinking fizzy drinks. So this guy he's addicted to fizzy drinks. And he comes on TikTok every day and he just okay, tells you how he's doing. Stop immediately, but I haven't been able to do so yet. I have decided to drink just one day Sunday every Sunday a fizzy drink. Let's go. Let's see how it goes. He started uh, just to let you know that it's almost 24 hours now. And I haven't had any fizzy drink whatsoever. Hello everyone, second day today. No fizzy drinks. No fizzy drink today for me. No fizzy drink for me today. No fizzy drink for me today again. No fizzy drink for me today. And tomorrow is Sunday. And you remember I said previously I'm going to have one fizzy drink on Sunday. But guess what? I'm not going to have any fizzy drink tomorrow. You know why? All because of the support, motivation, feedback and encouragement you guys have given. I don't crave it anymore. Overall, no fizzy drink in six days. Six days? Like, this guy is really addicted to fizzy drinks. Like, I have started seeing some very minor changes, like my face has reduced just a bit. My stomach has gone in just a bit, so I'm really happy. But I'm more concerned about the internal healing. So thank you once again, everyone. Overall, no fizzy drink in nine days. I really want to share something with you all. Since last few days, I'm noticing that I'm not waking up at the middle of the night. This used to happen a lot before. But now I sleep in the night and I wake up straight away in the morning. I feel so relaxed and refreshing. These are really good signs for me. Overall, no fizzy drink in 17 days. Thank you very much. 
17 days. Like, this keeps going every day with no fizzy drink. No fizzy drink. You can see the guy like melting the weight off of him, man. And the whole credit goes to you all. So thank you very much. To celebrate this, I'm going to have a glass of water. Oh, when he celebrates with water, he pounds the water back. Pounds it back. Like, he, like this is how he's drinking fizzy drinks. Overall, no fizzy drink in 30 days. Thank you very much. He sucks it back, not even. Can't even breathe. Anyways, uh, the guy keeps going. 45 days, no fizzy drinks. Uh, just keeps going, no fizzy Hello drinks. everyone, no fizzy drink for me today. With the help of you all, today I have broken the 9 year old record of 45 days. To celebrate this, once again I am going to have a glass of water. Yeah, he celebrates this water, but he pounds it like it's like... Uh, Let's continue this journey together. Overall, no fizzy drink in 46 days. Thank you very much. The thing about this guy is that that's really the incredible part of the story for me is that Rohit, uh, like uh, normally people shit on everybody on social media and stuff. And this guy, it's all positive and everyone's just encouraging him. And it's really like a, a good story. And when I, even when I, when I started hearing this, the fizzy drink stuff, I just kept, I got interested too. Is he still off the fizzy drinks? How's, how's Rohit doing? And uh, it wasn't them like, uh, you know, doing Apu imitations or whatever. It wasn't uh, them calling him a fat fuck or anything like that. It was just them like, you can do it. Like, we're like we're going to encourage you. So for as much as people crap on socials, uh, good for the people that have encouraged this guy. And he's still going strong by all accounts. He's, uh, he's still off the fizzy drinks. Hello, everyone. No fizzy drink for me today. So that's uh that's Rohit, Rohit everybody, and I just wanted to introduce him to our audience. Uh, if you do, I don't even know how to follow the dude. I should have been able to. I should have figured that out before the show. But uh, I thought that was a good story. That guy's a good story, and uh, it's a good sign that there's still good people out there that are still helping it, have everyone out. And I hope that's what this show does for you guys too, because it is what it does for me. I love. I, uh, it does help me out greatly to, ha to know there's people out there that listen to this or watch this stuff. So if you'd like to keep uh, supporting the show, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. You can just keep listening and keep. Uh, you can also um, provide us with your feedback, or uh, you can, um, um, if you'd like to, you could sponsor our show in some way if you have a business that you'd like to promote you can you can uh, sponsor us give us a message at the dutch hall gmail.com or you can also go and support us by go clicking our paypal link on our uh, website live from the dutch hall.com or you can go to our dutch hall patreon page which is active but not officially launched yet and uh that will keep us from having to get sponsors if more people will will uh 
And if you do spon- um, sponsor us in Patreon now, we will grandfather you into the ad-free space once uh, we have all that stuff worked out. So there's lots of ways that you can support us. So th- and the other way you can do it is share our episodes on socials or just tell a friend that we exist and have them check us out. Next week we have uh, um, actually Mike Bow and Adam Hill will be coming in uh, from Crown Lion. And I'm looking forward to that. So stay tuned. And, and uh, for all you guys who uh, tuned in, uh, thank you very much. And we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Yeah.